Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What is up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite topics ever, which is non-negotiables, non-negotiables in your life, in your business, in your relationships, the standards that you set for yourself for your life. And here's some good news and some bad news. If things and patterns and maybe like money stuff or relationship stuff or body image stuff, if these patterns keep circling back and forth in your life. So maybe you have this same thing come up in a relationship where it just comes up over and over and over again, and it's not to your liking. And then you notice this pattern keeps coming over and over and you're like, what is going on? Here's some good news. And here's some bad news. The good news is you can shift this. The bad news is when this comes up, that means that you are allowing your standards in your life, in your relationships, in your business to allow for that to happen. So a huge thing that I've been playing with lately in my life and my business and my relationships and onboarding clients and all that stuff is the standard of open communication. Now, this is something that in past relationships, even with clients, even with like potential people who I would onboard into my programs, it was something that I kind of avoided. Same with relationships. It's something that I kind of avoided. This like speaking up, sharing my truth, being really unfiltered and honest with my emotions, and just leaving this open space for people to communicate with me and me being really real and open and honest and holding the standard of this is what I get to have in my life and being open about verbalizing it. Now, this is something that I avoided for so long. (laughs) So for example, if potential clients would come and they would want to work with me, I would feel this need to like convince them out of their fears when really I had this realization a little while back where I'm like, I am not here to convince anyone to work with me. And honestly, with the work that I do, and if you guys don't know this already, like I do a lot of stuff with voice. Yeah. And it's amazing. But I also do a lot of stuff with like standards in your life, what you're available for communication, being open and honest with yourself of how you want to paint your reality and how you want to speak into this world, what you want and your desires and getting real with yourself and being unleashed and open and unfiltered and just showing up like you own the place because you do welcome. This is your life. Take up space. Like you get to have everything that you want. And for the longest time I held back on holding a really high standard of the people who I allowed in my life. So for example, I would be super open and available for like half-ass relationships. I'd be super open and available for half-ass friendships, like ones that I felt like I was giving and giving and giving and never feeling supported in. And I just realized 
wait a second, like I'm holding a standard for this in my life. Like I'm allowing this to happen because if I really stood in my truth, I'd be so afraid of losing people. And here's the thing is that people will either rise up to your standards or fall away. And that is okay. And yes, fears come up. So for example, when it comes to onboarding clients now, if a client is on the fence about working with me, I will answer questions and I will, um, really like share, like between us, we'll like talk about where they're at and see if they're a perfect fit. But if they do not have the conviction within themselves to say, fuck yes, I'm doing this, then I'm not going to let them into the program. And like, that's that it's no, like if answer, buts, like they're not available for the work that we do together, you have to be open and available. You already have to be standing behind your decision and being like, fuck yes, I want this for the work to be able to transform you. If not, if you are sitting on the fence being like, I don't know what I want. And you're waiting for someone to tell you what to do. That is a pattern that you're repeating in your whole life. And the work with me will not help you because the first step to leaving people pleasing, leaving obligation, leaving all these patterns behind that are keeping you stuck and waiting for someone else to save you is to save yourself and decide in that moment that you have the power to have everything that you want. Decide in that moment that you have the power and the availability to do anything that you set your heart to, to do anything that you set your mind to, to have the fulfilling relationships, to be able to be a mess, but also be insanely profitable because you can't like remove that human part of yourself that is like messy or feels uncertain or anything like that. But you get to decide to bring it with you or to let it hold you back. And that is a decision you make in the moment. So something that I started doing with my clients and potential clients is when people apply because right now there's like open spots to work with me. So people have been applying and if they're on the fence or if they're like, I don't know yet, or maybe one day or something like that, I just let them know that like they get to decide when that time is for them and they get to stand strong in that and they get to back themselves up. But until they are all in, this work will not elevate them. This work will just like continue to confuse them. There was one client that I had for quite some time. And I love her dearly so much, but we started, and this is kind of when I started to realize who was getting the best results from the work with me and who wasn't because honestly convincing someone to be with you or trying to convince someone into being a client of yours or something like that is a disservice for both parties because you're not going to feel energetically or emotionally supported or satiated. And they're not going to feel supported because they're not supporting themselves, right? They're on the fence and they're not going to be all in. So you, and you're not going to be all in and like convincing them, they're just going to resent you. And it's like, you get to choose, you get to choose if that person is going to be a fuck yes, or if they're going to be a no, and you get to decide if you're going to hold an energetic standard of what you get to have, or if you're going to let life tell you what you get to have, right? You get to decide in this moment, what do you want? And then you get to fucking make it happen, right? Just like anything in your life and business, right? Life, business, relationships, anything. So something that I noticed was when I was working with this particular client, she would come to me and she'd be like, you know what? I really want to do this. I'm feeling a little bit of fear. I want to do this, but like, I don't know yet. And I would spend time with her, like holding space for her belief in herself to grow. And so she would get to this space where she felt really solid in her belief. She felt really confident. She felt unshakable. And then something would happen. Like she would go and she would talk about it with her family who didn't quite understand or support her. And then she would come back to me and all her confidence would be shot because they would be holding herself or holding her accountable to the person that they knew. So they'd be holding her accountable to like 
the girl who was in high school and was really bad with money or something like that. Or they would hold her accountable to this version of her that was like a child. And they're like, oh, we know more than you or we know better of what's best for you and all that stuff. And you shouldn't be doing this because this, this, this. And really it was just a projection of what they thought was best for her, but she took it on as an identity. And so she'd come back to me and she'd be five steps behind. Or she would talk to her significant other who was very, very unsupportive of her in all areas. And then she would come back to me and be like, well, I guess I can't do this because I was unsupportive by this person. And there was no rooting down in her own belief in herself. It was all based on other people's opinions of her. And so, yeah, the work really fucking helped her. And now she's like doing awesome, but it was so much time spent convincing her to believe in herself or convincing her to decide who she was or convincing her to level up that it was constantly like a hamster wheel. And when someone's on a hamster wheel, and if you're on a hamster wheel right now, there's nothing wrong with that. But you need to get to the place where you are so fed up that you decide to change. It's like if you feel like shit for so long and you're eating potato chips every single day and you're eating McDonald's and you feel like shit for so long, there's that one day that you wake up and you decide you get to have more. And then you're like, you know what? This makes me feel like shit and I'm done with feeling like shit. And so I decide and choose in this moment to have something different. And if you're not on the, if you're on the fence and you're not making that decision, no one can help you. Someone can throw you a rope, but you still have to pull yourself out of the hole. You still have to make that decision to get out of the hole, right? And yes, you can have all all the support in the world once you make that decision. And what's really amazing is once you make that decision and you stand strong in it and you decide you get to have more than what you've ever had in your life before the fucking heavens open up. (laughs) Like it's wild. Like when you stand strong on what you believe and you just get to decide what you have, things fall into place. Yes. People will, will fall away in your life or some client that you feel like you have to convince to work with you might say, you know what? I'll let you know. And maybe they'll come back later and maybe they won't sign up or something like that. But all these things can feel really hurtful in the moment and feel like rejection and feel like, maybe I'm not good enough, or maybe this is a reflection on me, but what it is, is the universe literally making way for what you truly desire to come into your life. So convincing people or feeling the need to prove yourself or feeling the need to get permission from a bunch of people before stepping forth and just owning the fuck out of your decisions, all that stuff is just going to continue to create a pattern in your life of you stepping into your truth, stepping into your power, feeling on fire, and then doubting yourself. And you stepping into your truth and feeling on fire and then doubting yourself. You have to be able to decide, number one, that you get to have more and create those non-negotiables for yourself. And number two, you get to back yourself up. So anytime you feel yourself slipping and believing something different, you got to say, no, 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 I decided to do this. Like I decided to eat healthy. And in those moments where you feel like you're slipping or you feel like you're not good enough, or you feel like, well, maybe this decision wasn't the right decision. You have support available to you to ask for support in cases where it'll actually validate what you want and hold you accountable to the identity of the person that you get to be other than your fears. Like no one's going to hold you accountable to your fears. They're going to hold you accountable to the identity that you establish with them. So for example, I always say this, you have to, you have to surround yourself with resources and people who will hold you accountable to the identity of who you truly are on the inside, not who they think you are, not who they want you to be, but who you actually are on the inside. And this is where 
it's really important to hold up your non-negotiables. Like what is non-negotiable in your life? Period. Like, what is it? Is it communication? Like for me, open communication is a non-negotiable. If people want to be in my life, they have to level up to the space of being open and honest with me. Like I've had situations where people have not been open and honest with me or where I felt like I had to like pry people for knowledge or whatever. And I'm just like so fucking done with saving people. And I'm so fucking done with feeling an obligation to try to bring into this like open communication into the relationship. It's like, you're either there or you're not like my relationships with my friends are fucking amazing. Like if something's off, we call each other, we talk it out. And with that open communication, like nothing ever comes up between us and it's amazing. And if it does, we talk it out and it's like, you nip it in the butt and it's done. Right. It's not like this long period of time where things fester or this long period of time where things are like uncertain and wonky and confusing when things are uncertain, wonky, and confusing, it's because you're not deciding. It's because you are waiting for someone to tell you how to live your life and you need to take responsibility radically for your emotions, your energy, and your thoughts and your beliefs. And you get to decide what you get to have in that moment. If you feel confusion, it's because you're waiting for someone else to tell you what you want and you already know what you want. You already fucking know. We all know what we want. If I was like, okay, you have five seconds to decide what you want. One, two, three, four, five. What would you want? And do that for yourself. Like right now, think in your head, if you're in your car or if you're doing laundry or whatever, one, two, three, four, five, what do you want? Go. And just say it out loud. And if you miss that, go rewind and then do it. But do not premeditate this. Like what do you fucking want? You know, your gut knows instantly and then your brain tries to either convince yourself into it or out of it. That's what happens right after. Like you've already decided and then your brain can either you can leverage it to convince yourself into what you want or convince yourself out of what you want. But if you convince yourself out of what you want, the pattern's going to continue and you're going to waste way more time because your desires are already put in your heart on purpose. Like there's a reason why you want what you want. So if you continue to convince yourself out of what you want, you're going to continue this pattern of getting what you want a little bit and then failing and then getting what you want a little bit and then being disappointed and then getting what you want a little bit and then convincing yourself you're not good enough for it. Right. And it's all bullshit. Like you get to decide the standards of what you get in your life. You get to decide that now in this moment. And it doesn't have, you don't have to wait till someone gives you a check for a million dollars to decide that you're worthy right now of being rich and wealthy and abundant. You don't have to wait till someone says, you know what? You're perfect to feel okay with being in a relationship that's deeply, deeply fulfilling. Like you can be a mess and be a boss. (laughs) You can be a mess and be in deeply fulfilling relationships. You can't cut out these human parts of yourself, but you can choose to take them with you. And that's where you get to decide, I'm going to use, am I going to use my brain to convince myself into what I want or convince myself out of it and hold yourself to the standards of what you get to have. So for example, if you're onboarding clients, what are the values that you have in your life, in your business that you want? Like, what do you want? For me, I need someone who's incredibly open with communication. So for example, if someone feels a certain way, so this is the thing. If a client comes to me and they're like, or a potential client and they're like, Hey, I really want to work with you privately. I'm like, okay, awesome. Like talk me through like, cool, let's do this. And if there's some hesitation, I'm like, talk me through the hesitation. If someone is just like, Hey, this is what I want and let's do it. And I send them the link to fill out the application and they don't fill out the application or they ghost or they get weird about it. Or if they like dodge or avoid or something like that, 
that right there tells me this person right now in their emotional capacity and energetic capacity and everything is not my human. Like this isn't my human. And if it is my human, it might not be now in this moment. And yeah, it might be in the future, but I'm not going to attach to that because right now they're just like not my human because what I need is constant communication because that is a reflection of the work that we do after they've signed up. It's not like people come to you and they're like, okay, yeah, let's do this. But I'm super sketchy and ghosting and like too scared to decide what I want. And I'm like kind of nervous and all this stuff. And then you start working with someone and they're continuing to do that pattern. Like they're going to show up the way that they sign up is always the way that they show up to the calls. It's always the way that they show up for the work. It's always the way that they show up in their life. And I've seen this in my life too. I've made decisions and investments in a place of misalignment where I was so hesitant in who I was that when I signed up, I wanted the coach to save me. And I've also got into relationships like this where I'm like, oh, like, can you save me, (laughs) please? (laughs) Right? Like, can you make this easier on me and just like validate me all the time, please? And it never fucking works. It never fucking works. Like the coaching relationship that I got into when I invested in a space of neediness and weirdness, it fucking like flopped on its head and it put me into a space where I felt even more needy and I felt even more unsupported and all that stuff. It had nothing to do with the coach. It had everything to do with my fucking energy and my decision to continue to stay in the pattern of not being supported. And I stayed in that pattern because I didn't support myself and my decision. I went back and forth on it. I decided and I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to sign up for this. And then I felt guilty. And instead of voicing that to the person that I was working with at the time, I internalized it. And this is why open communication is so fucking powerful because the more that you speak about how you feel, the more you're open to getting those emotions out and actually asking for help and support, the more that you will be supported. And one of the biggest disservices that you can do for yourself is to not share, is to not show up, is to not speak out about how you're feeling or any insecurities or hesitations or anything like that. Because all that stuff is so human, it's just like natural. It's like your saliva. It just happens, right? You get a trigger, you see food, your mouth starts to salivate, right? Super weird example, I know, but just roll with me here. Like you might have a money trigger where like it is literally just a habit programmed into your body that's like you need to spend money, you freak out about money. It's just a human thing. But if you're denying that over and over and over again, the trigger is never going to go away. You're going to continue to live your life triggered by money. If you are in a relationship, the minute you get vulnerable, you want to run the other fucking direction instead of leaning into it, you're constantly going to be running from vulnerability and you're constantly never going to feel completely and totally unconditionally loved for the truth of who you are. You're always going to feel like you have to hold yourself back. If you're constantly like freaking the fuck out over if someone likes you or not because you fear this need to like always be validated by something outside yourself, you're never, ever, ever going to feel validated because when that person has an off day, even if someone you find someone who validates you 24 seven, and then one day they get a little bit quiet, you're going to assume that means something about you. All of these habits and patterns are something that we have control over because they're in our own perspective. They're in our lives. We get to decide what we get to have, right? At all times. So going back to your clients or your relationships, even it's like, what are your values? Like, what are your top values? For me, it's like the same with relationships in general, like friends, loved ones, like, like romantic relationships, all that stuff. Same thing. 
as like with my clients because it's like relationships for me are the most important thing in my life. Like the most important thing in my life, especially as a coach too, is like relationships, relationships that I have with my followers, the relationships I have in my personal life, the relationships I have with my clients, my loved ones, everything. Relationships are the center of my life, right? And that's just like the most important thing for me as like a leadership coach, as a voice specialist, as someone who works on communication all the time. It's just relationships are literally, we need them to survive. Yes, money is amazing. And yes, food is amazing. And it's like a survival thing, all those things we need. But we also need community. And as much as we can deny it and convince ourselves that like we're hella, hella introverted and we love being alone, a lot of people who feel alone, they feel alone because they're not plugged into a sense of community or a sense of acceptance or a sense of being loved for the truth of who they are. And then oftentimes they'll numb out or not want to be on this world anymore because they're so disconnected from community and like their loved ones and everything and the love of who they get to be. And that's why that's like one of the most important things in my life is like relationships, community, loving yourself so much so that you can love other people times a million so that there can be so much more love in the world and there can be so much less hate. Right. And it's so fucking good. <laughs> so fucking good. But even with like, for me personally, clients and relationships, and you're going to have homework at the end of this podcast. So get excited. So for me, it's like my number one value is communication, constant communication And that just like clears so much shit up. And for the longest time, I convinced myself that it was needy to ask for that or that it was like too much to ask of someone, but it's not, it like clears everything up. It makes relationships so fucking simple and it's just so good. And then you can consistently grow with people because you're never harboring resentment or being shut down in the dark or assuming things because you're just, you have such an open base of communication and trust. So that's my number one communication. And trust is huge, huge, huge too. So that would be my number two. Communication, trust, which means that I have to trust that person. That person has to trust me. If there's no trust, there's no relationship for me. It's like I have to trust that person and they have to trust me. And it's that's part of the open communication. That goes for clients too. If someone signs up with you and they do not trust you, they're never going to fucking do the work that you set them out to do. They're going to waver on it. They're going to feel like it's not a priority. They're going to second guess themselves. They're going to feel like, oh, maybe I need to do this instead or this instead, right? And they're never going to be dropped into the work and they're never going to get the results that you have intended for them to get in the program because they're never going to trust you fully. Like, hello, I've been there, done that. It sucks when clients don't get results. And mainly it's because they're not trusting your work, right? And you're not standing strong in the boundaries of needing someone to trust you. And so that goes back to like the F yes or F no, like never convince someone to work with you. Never try to, like, I hate this idea of like objections, like overcoming objections. It's like, no, they either want it or they don't. And you cannot convince someone out of their fear. You can hold space for them to rise up to your standard of what you have before they come into your program or come into your life or come into the relationship. But like you can't convince someone out of your fear. You can't fix people. It's like not your responsibility to fix or save anyone. It's your responsibility to hold space for what you fucking want and allow that to come into your life, right? So communication, trust is a huge thing for me too. 
And the third thing would be connection. Like there has to be a connection. There has to be a spark of some sort, right? So like my clients, I'm like, oh my God, I fucking love you as a human being. <laughs> like, yes. And a lot of people will sign up with me because they're like, let's be best friends. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's. And then I have amazing relationships with all my clients and we're, we continue to be friends even after we work together. One of me and my clients, when we went to a retreat in Sedona last year, we got tattoos like before we went on the plane. Like it's just, it's amazing. I love it so much. Like those are my main things is there has to be like a connection between me and someone. There has to be communication and there has to be trust and everything else is just fucking gravy. And even with like my clients, it's the ones that I get excited to talk about like on my podcast, for example, because they're amazing or talk to on the phone when we have our calls or I get excited when they message me because for me, when you work with me privately, you get unlimited voice support with me, which means that like we voice message back and forth through like an app that's um, just for us. And like we talk back and forth through that app continuously so that you get access to me every single day and you get to plug into my energy every single day and you get to ask me whatever comes up and, and be really open and communicative with like fears or hesitations so that you can constantly plug into something that's a safe space for you to have that, that form of sacred self-expression and be open and honest and vulnerable and feel deeply supported with that, right? So that's like when people voice message me and they're my clients, I get fucking excited. I'm like, yeah, oh my God, yes. I love when they voice message me, right? But I've also had clients that I did not hold to a standard of my non-negotiables and they would message me constantly and I would have anxiety when they messaged me. And if you're having anxiety with a client like who messages you constantly and you do not feel supported and you do not feel energetically satiated and you don't feel like they're on your level, like you're going to hold resentment towards them. And that's not good for anyone. That's not good for you. That's not good for the coaching relationship. That's not good for them getting results. It's not good for any of it. You're going to feel like you're not supported and that you're giving way more than you need to receive. And yes, they're signing up to work with you to be a part of your work, but you are also in a relationship with them. It goes both ways, right? Like you're holding space for them and you're giving them so much and they need to be energetically receptive and emotionally receptive to the work that you are giving them or else you're going to feel resentment because you feel like you're just pouring and pouring and pouring into that some that person and they're not taking any of it, right? Does that make sense? It's like when you compliment someone and they don't fucking take it, you're like, just take the fucking compliment, <laughs> right? But if they're not open or receptive to it, you're going to feel like shit and they're going to feel like shit because they're also going to feel like they're not supported. No matter how much work you put in, no matter how much effort, no matter how, no, no matter how much love, they're going to constantly be like feel unsupported because they do not support themselves or they don't trust themselves enough to be supported. So they're going to convince themselves no matter what that they're being unsupported. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So this standard of what you get to have, you get to hold space for in every area of your life. You get to hold space for when people sign up with you. You get to hold space when people are coming to your courses, into your programs, into your group, into whatever, and also in your relationships and also in your friendships and also in every other area of your life, including opportunities that you might get. Like for example, I got offered a keynote event um, or keynote speaker gig at an event in February, which is like fucking amazing. I'm super excited about it. It's like my first keynote speaking thing at a huge conference and I'm so excited. But before that I got offered a different position there 
And it was more of like workshops and stuff like that. And I felt like it was going to be a lot of time. I I loved it. I was like, this is going to be so much fun. I would love to do this. Yeah, it's a really great experience. But the pay just like did not feel good to me. And I had to say, okay, so like what are some of my non-negotiables here? Like do I feel really energetically satiated? Do I feel supported in this? Like I kind of don't. And I'm like, okay, so we'll go back to my non-negotiables. What's one of my non-negotiables? And it's communication, communication, trust, and connection. And I knew this person who offered me this position. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be really open and honest. So I shared my thoughts and me not feeling super supported by the pay that they were going to compensate me with. And in and you know what? I was like super real and honest and just like, hey, like this just does not feel good to me. And I ended up getting offered a way fucking better position because I was open and honest and voiced my opinions. And then she was open and receptive to it. So we created this really beautiful relationship where like she offered me something even better than I could have ever wished for. And I felt very, very supported and I felt very, very trusted with this position. And I just felt like this connection of like, oh my God, yes, like I love this, I love this, I love this. And it was so, so powerful. And you get to hold that standard for every single area of your life. So what's up guys? We are in a new year, okay? New year, new flow, even better than ever before, okay? So I want you to write down, grab your journals or pause me or say this out loud for yourself, okay? Sometimes it's really good to just like voice these things. You don't have to like write them down all the time, but just like voice them out loud in like a split second and see what comes up for you. Okay. And this is super fun to do. I make my clients do this with me where I'm just like, I just like make them voice stuff on an impulse without writing it down or without like obsessing or analyzing over it, because that's when you get like the true guttural response and it's like fucking amazing always. So if you want to say this out loud, say it out loud. So I want you to ask yourself. What area of your life do you feel unsupported in right now? What area of your life do you feel unsupported in? What area of your life do you feel massively supported in? What area of your life do you feel massively supported in? Okay, so ask yourself both those things. Now, what are your non-negotiables in the area of your life that you feel deeply supported? What gets to happen for you? What are the values that are there? What are some things that you've created a standard around? When I was in one of my past relationships, there was like every single time we made a a pact kind of together that every single time one of us felt wonky or felt weird, we would just say, Hey, we need to talk. And then we would drive out to wherever the other person was. So if like, I felt weird, I would be like, okay, I'm going to come to you and we're going to talk about this. Like if they felt weird, they were, they drove to me and we would just talk about it in person. Like it was like, our standard was we never have conversations that are emotionally charged over the phone or over text. And it's always, always, always in person. And like we stop, drop everything that we're doing and we go and we see the other person, we figure it out. And then we would, we were fine. Right. It was like, we would have the talk. Sometimes there'd be tears. Sometimes be super like, this is just how it is. And like, this is what I need and all that stuff. And it was, it was just solved in that moment. Super open communication. Amazing. And then it was just like, cool, done. And it was awesome. And so that was an energetic standard that we created together and it was fucking amazing. And it just like made the relationship so strong and so sturdy, which is really powerful. And when that started to slip, we both like talked about it and then we decided like, yeah, like 
this isn't working anymore. And there was a couple conversations like that. But because we both were not willing to go to the level of the person that the other person needed us to be, if that makes any sense. So it's like people might fall away when you hold yourself to these standards, but the more that you hold yourself to your non-negotiables, the more confidence you'll have, the more you'll trust yourself because you'll be like, whoa, wait a second. Life gets to be this fucking good. Amazing. My relationships get to be this fucking open. Amazing. My finances get to be this fucking grounded. Amazing. Like you're just going to feel so fucking good. So I want you to ask yourself, what is that non-negotiable that you've set up in the place of your life that you feel super, super supported in? And what is missing in this space that you feel unsupported in? So I want you to like really focus on both. Be like, where am I being super supported in this area of my life? And why does it feel so good right now? So it might be like working out. Like, why does it feel so good that I'm like so fit right now? Or I feel like I'm in a really good place with my body. Like, what is that? Oh, it's because I show up every single day and I move my body to move energy. And I feel supported in that because I can always count on myself to go to these classes. Okay, cool. Or like I push myself really hard every single day and I can, I prove to myself over and over and over again that I can do it. Awesome. Maybe it's like eating really healthy. Like I feel very grounded in this because I can trust myself to make really good decisions for my body. Amazing. Right. Or it could be a relationship. Like I trust myself enough to communicate with the person that I love all the time about everything. And we have a really good relationship like that. Right. Or friendship. Like I can trust these people to be supportive to me at all these points in time or whatever. Right. So you get to decide like, what are those non-negotiables for you? And I want you to feel really fucking good grounding into those and, and actually holding yourself accountable to them. And this is a scary part implementing that for yourself. Like for me, like I said, open communication is my number one. There is an area in my life right now where I do not feel like that was a priority for the person that I'm in this situation with. And so I brought it up and it's super fucking scary because you're like, we never know what can happen. (laughs) But just staying accountable to that part of myself, I feel really good. And I was like, I'm going to make a podcast about this because yeah, it's scary. And yeah, you risk losing things, but I don't think of it as like losing things. You like anything that is meant for you shall not pass you. So if it's actually meant for you, people will rise up to meet you. They'll rise up to your level. They'll rise up to who you need them to be in your life or they'll fall away. And either way is fine. That doesn't mean someone's wrong or bad or evil, or if we're wrong or bad or evil or unworthy, it's just like, that's just, you've created this energetic standard and anything that does not, is not a magnet to it will fall away. It'll like be resistant, right? So it's, think of it this way. So you have like a positive and negative charge and like they're, they're connected to each other. So if you put them beside each other, they like slam together. But if you put a positive and a positive, like you've raised your energetic standard to this certain thing and whatever's not attracted to it will like repel and resist and fall away. And yeah, it might hurt for a second or it might even feel really cathartic or it might feel really good secretly. Or you might be like, oh my God, yes, like finally, or someone shows their, your, their true colors or whatever, but it's all happening for you. Every single thing in your life is happening for you. Does that make sense? Okay. Do this homework fucking rock it. If you love it, love it, love it. Share it on Instagram. Share this podcast episode on Instagram. Tag me at Danny Driuso. I'm up on the Instagrams there. Tag me in your story. Let me know how this worked for you. I'm going to put some of these questions in my story. I would love to hear from you guys. 
and how it's going for you. And if you want to claim one of my spots for 2019 and you want to do this work with me and you've been waiting and waiting and waiting to work with me, this is for you. If you're looking for a sign, this is it. I have six spots available for 2019, all of 2019. We get to work together for a whole year. You get to do this work with me and imagine your life in one year if you actually held yourself accountable to the standards of what you get to have. How fucking amazing would that be? Okay, so if that's you, email me, danny at daniellejeruso.com or message me on Instagram, either or. Let me know if you love this episode. Share it with a friend. Share it with someone who needs this. And I can't wait to see you guys next time on the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I love you guys. Kick ass, take names, change the world. You are fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. Bye, guys. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love, and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Druso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.